This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Stanley Richards, who served time in prison for robbery in the late 1980s before rising to the number two spot in New York City's Correction Department, has been named as the Fortune Society's new leader after three decades with the organization. It's Thursday, September 21st, and this is your New York Daily News. Today's forecast calls for sunny skies with a high near 74 and a low near 57. Before today's top story... Mayor Adams pointedly defended city investigators in the fentanyl death of a one-year-old boy at a Bronx daycare facility, laying the blame Wednesday on the business owner and her co-defendant. City Health Department investigators found no red flags in the El Divino Nino daycare, despite multiple inspections, including an unannounced September 6th visit to the facility before last week's fentanyl death of one-year-old Nicholas Feliz Tominici. Three other tots were also exposed to the drug in the tainted daycare but escaped with their lives. Little Nicholas Feliz Dominici died from suspected fentanyl exposure at the end of his first week in the Morris Avenue daycare center. Who did not do their job, asked Adams, those individuals who were supposed to protect the children there. Business owner Gray Mendez, 36, and accused accomplice Carlisto Acevedo Brito, 41, are facing federal charges of narcotics possession and conspiracy to distribute, resulting in death. The three surviving children, an eight-month-old girl and a pair of two-year-old boys, were treated with the anti-overdose drug Narcan and saved after exposure to the deadly opioid. Mendez and Brito are also facing murder charges in Bronx criminal court. A warrant has been issued for the arrest of Mendez's husband, who remains on the lam in the wake of the boy's death. And Governor Hochul signed a bill on Wednesday opening up the state's early voting period to include mail-in balloting, prompting an immediate legal challenge from Republicans, who said the measure was unconstitutional. The law, which takes effect immediately, would expand New York's mail voting regime beyond absentee ballots, which are limited to a select group of New Yorkers, including people who are ill or staying somewhere outside the county they're registered to vote. Hochul said the law would strengthen New York's democratic systems and make it easier for people with packed schedules to fulfill their civic responsibility. New York Republicans responded with a complaint filed in Albany Supreme Court on Wednesday that asserted the law violated provisions of the state constitution. Find these stories and more right now at nydailynews.com. Stanley Richards, who served time in prison for robbery in the late 1980s before rising to the number two spot in New York City's correction department, has been named as the Fortune Society's new leader after three decades with the organization. Richards, 62, succeeds President and CEO Joanne Page, who is retiring after 34 years with a nonprofit which was founded in 1967 and helps formerly incarcerated people integrate into life on the outside. Richards becomes the first former prisoner to run the Fortune Society. He started working as a reentry counselor for the nonprofit in 1991, eventually becoming Page's second in command or deputy CEO. 
In 2021, he served as first deputy commissioner for the correction department under then-commissioner Vincent Chiraldi. He was the first formerly incarcerated person to serve in such a high-level post in that agency. Page, who hired Richards in his first job out of prison back in 1991, said, Stanley truly is fortune's mission embodied. He is a tireless criminal justice advocate who approaches each task with compassion and strength. Fortune Society founder David Rothenberg added, His story tells thousands in our city that no one is to be counted out. If you were looking for a modern Horatio Alger tale, you can begin at Stanley's doorstep. Alger was a British author of the 1800s known for his rags-to-riches novels. Richards told the Daily News Wednesday morning, I feel extremely blessed and privileged to lead the Fortune Society. He recalled that after serving four and a half years in prison, he emerged from behind bars in 1991, wanting to help prepare people for their release from prison, as he did later in his sentence. But no nonprofits would hire him because he didn't have a conventional resume. About a week later, Fortune hired him as an entry-level counselor. Richards also thanked his wife of 33 years, Satara, and four children, Stanley Jr., Naika, Kimberly, and Marcus. Richards assumes the helm as the Fortune Society and other nonprofits are still assessing the Adams administration's move to slash $17 million in long-standing program funding for people in the city jails. Mayor Adams has claimed to much skepticism that correction staff can fill those roles. As the jail population trends upward, the future of Rikers Island continues to be an open question as Adams has slowed the pace of construction of four new borough jails and is fighting the prospect of a federal judge appointing an outside receiver to snatch control of the jails from the city. Richards has advocated for expansion of mental health treatment in the jails for years as half the jail population has a mental health diagnosis and a significant percentage has a serious psychiatric condition. But City Hall has made little headway on that issue in recent years. A range of elected officials, community advocates, and current and former criminal justice officials this week offered praise for Richard's appointment, including City Council Speaker Adrian Adams, Council Members Carlina Rivera and Gail Brewer, Controller Brad Lander, and the District Attorneys in Queens, Brooklyn, and the Bronx. Richards has served on the Board of Correction and the Lipman Commission, which recommended the closure of Rikers Island. He also was recognized by the Obama administration in 2014 as a champion of change. In June 2020, he was named to a panel focused on ending punitive segregation, which developed the Risk Management and Accountability System, a model designed to allow detainees who committed violent infractions more out-of-cell and program time. Correction Commissioner Luis Molina never fully implemented the program, and a bill to end solitary confinement has been pending in the city council for more than a year. Governor Hochul named Richards to panels focused on reusing shuttered state prisons and prisoner clemency applications. For more on this story and for the latest in New York City politics, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on social media at nydailynews. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. 
You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.